Have you ever been guilty of allowing the trauma that you experienced from someone else or something else cause you to mistreat an individual who had nothing to do with said trauma? What do I mean by that? Well, for me, there was a time a long time ago when I first met my now fiance. And at the time when I met her, I had just finished getting out of a relationship that was very traumatic. And going into this new relationship, for a while at least, I behaved in a way that wasn't fair to my partner and was really confusing to her. And honestly, even me. Until later, I acknowledged the fact that because of my prior experience, I grew skeptical of all relationships and all people, which hindered me from taking full advantage of the beautiful, awesome person she was. Now, I have to imagine, because you're human, that you too have experienced the same thing. And maybe it hasn't been with your relationships, but maybe it's with something else. For example, it could be a plumbing company that you used years ago. And when you hired them, they sent a guy to come do your plumbing, and they did a bad job. And that event was traumatic enough that the next time you need a plumber, you condemn that whole company. When, if you gave that company another chance, you might get another plumber and find out that it wasn't the company that had bad service. It just may have been that one initial plumber who was a bad serviceman. Like I said, there are plenty examples of this happening, some more dramatic than others. And in many ways, the church, the Christian church, has been caught up in inflicting trauma on individuals in the same way. And I actually want to talk about that. For 2,000 years, the church has moved forward in the absence of Christ's physical appearance. That is to say that the church has just been a whole bunch of human beings working on behalf of Christ. And as you might imagine, when things are left up to human beings, things can get messy. As anyone who knows early church history can attest, Within a few centuries after Jesus left the earth, the church fell into apostasy. It began unraveling with false teachers and false beliefs. Inequality quickly entered and the hunt for power prevailed. The church eventually became pagan in practice and instead of keeping God's commandments, it sought to change them entirely. To make matters worse, the church literally went from being persecuted itself to then persecuting others when they gained power. Yeah, that's right. The church went from being persecuted by non-Christians to then persecuting non-Christians. Pretty ridiculous. The church even started persecuting their own Christians who were not doing what the church leaders told them to do. They hid the Bible from masses and let only some priests read it. Although there were always good and faithful people who believed what they were told and sought to follow God the best way they could, the whole system itself became corrupted from beginning to end. The church also became terribly powerful. A single man at the helm of the religious and civil power took the title of Christ on earth. He had supreme authority over the church, and he had killed or excommunicated anyone that wouldn't bow to him. In short, 
The church stopped being Christian. The church entered a truly powerful and treacherous historical period. But guess what? Believe it or not, the Bible predicted that this would happen. Jesus predicted that this would happen. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Paul the Apostle predicted it in 2 Thessalonians 2. Daniel predicted it in Daniel 7 and 8 and 11. And Revelation predicted it in Revelation 12, 13, and 14. All through the Bible, this was predicted. And to be clear, it didn't just predict that this would happen, but it also predicted the downfall and end of this apostasy as well. That is, it ends on a good and hopeful note. Aren't you happy for the gift of prophecy? There are so many valuable reasons for this gift. It gives us hope even when things look crazy as it did in this particular time period of the church. I've mentioned several times through this series that literally as you look through the prophecies, you can't help but believe in the Bible, thus believing in Jesus. I truly believe this. And the Bible does too, so much so that it calls prophecy the testimony of Jesus. Jesus says that he tells us things ahead of time so that when they happen, we will believe in him. It's pretty simple. That is, we can see things happening just as God has predicted that they would so that we will have faith to follow an all-knowing God. Once again, this is a very simple principle, something we can even see in toddlers. When your two-year-old child is running through the house and you tell them if they keep running through the house, one day they will fall and hurt themselves. And then that day comes, what usually happens, granted after several times, your kid begins to trust your word and believe in what you say. This is what the gift of prophecy does for us. It helps us to not lose faith, to not get discouraged while we wait for Jesus' return. Because faith can be hard sometimes. When you look at the history of the church, there are definitely some dark times. Times that, if you reflect hard enough, can cause you to lose faith in this movement. But don't let the corruption of man and the trauma that many in the church has caused society stop you from having faith in God. And when you need reconfirmation of the facts of the Bible and the fact that Jesus is coming again soon, look to prophecy and let that strengthen your faith. God doesn't ask us to believe without evidence, but also he doesn't give us so much evidence that we do not need to have faith. Yet, God has given us enough evidence for us to make an intelligent an even rational choice about what we believe and who we will follow. We can either believe God and his word, or we can believe what others say. Prophecy, however, does give us powerfully compelling and powerfully rational reasons for trusting in God, despite the trauma that man has caused. Coming up, love and law in the next episode of A Picture of God.